Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Friday, December 18th, 2020. We're brought to you by, as always, the great people at Today's Dentistry. And that means Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. Make him your only dentist. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about the Crossroads Classic. That's coming up tomorrow morning at 11.30. Game one between the Hoosiers and the Butler Bulldogs. That'll be on Fox Sports 1. I can't wait to see this game. It's going to be interesting to see how Butler progresses as a unit. We saw him play Villanova the other night. A disappointing result. We'll see how they continue to come together. A lot of guys gone for Butler. Kamar Baldwin, Sean McDermott, both gone. You got a lot of guys who were there and are not now. So this team's going to take a while to kind of form and become who it's going to be. Indiana, a little bit different. They lost Devontae Green and they lost to Ron Davis. Other than that, they're back virtually intact. I know Justin Smith's gone, but I don't consider his loss to be a big one. So we got that game. Let's talk to the head coach of the Butler Bulldogs right now, Laval Jordan. Laval, I want to know how difficult it is in this time of COVID to prepare, not really knowing from day to day who's going to be available for you and who's going to be available for your opponent. It's a, uh, it's a unique Certainly unique, Kent. I think um, even for us in general, right? We, we are uh, we got a you know, fairly amount, a fairly good amount of new new faces, and so um, getting those guys out on the on the same team together, where we're not practicing uh, and figuring out you know lineups and rotations and 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 met, you know things that uh, we need to need more information on. Obviously, we need games to be able to do that uh, and. And you want to be pretty consistent in who's available. Injuries are always a part of it, right? You, you have to be uh, be cognizant of that, and everybody has to be ready. So it's a, it's been a next man man up mindset, but you are trying to get into a, a rhythm and a, and a chemistry uh, with the group being on the same team. I think practices have been competitive. Guys have really challenged each other when we've been able to practice, uh, but you are trying to get that you know that that, that chemistry built together. Uh, and then personnel-wise for the other team, right, it's the same deal as, as kind of an injury for guys not available or available, um, you know, as, as you start the game plan for any opponent. What do you think of Indiana? I think they're really good. I just uh, obviously, um, they, you know, you can tell that they, they're, they've they got some experience. I think that really stands out, just uh, guys that have been in their system and in their program. I think Archie's done a really good job um, defensively. Uh, right now, they're up, they're they're really in tune with one another. Um, they've got mobile bigs. They've got 
guards that are quick and strong on the perimeter to be able to defend. Um, so they really stand out on that in the floor right now. How do they like to defend? I, I just think they do a really good job of, of keeping it, you know, it sounds simple, keeping the ball in front of them. Um, you know, they've got good size uh, across the board with, with, uh, with their guards. And, um, and they've, you know, they, like I said, you can tell they've been in college for a few years with their body development. Uh, but they do a really good job of, of keeping the ball in front and, um, and not requiring, you know, much help uh, from, you know, from teammates. And, and I think they, their team is in position uh, when they need it. But those guys do a really good job of guarding the basketball. How about the evolution of Trace Jackson Davis into his sophomore year? What do you think of Trace Jackson Davis? He's he's improved, but his mobility is, you know, I think is, you know, is, is off the charts. Just being able to move and defend on the on one end of the court, um, switch and defend and move and defend and, and hedge and recover. Uh, he can really move. And, and so you see that on defense and same same thing on offense. I think he does a good job getting position, uh, but him, you know, catching in the high post and driving uh, is, is, is a tough match. And so, you know, he's got great mobility for his size. How many bodies are you going to have available against Indiana? I believe we'll have nine. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, and Aaron would be 10. Can you update us on Bo Hodges? Aaron Thompson, want to know about him. Is he going to be able to go tomorrow? And then also Bryce Golden. Uh, he wasn't able to go against Villanova, but he is going to be up tomorrow against Indiana, right? Yeah, Bo, in terms of um, what, what I'm allowed to say, I can't say a, a ton. Um, but obviously, you know, um, the plan was for Bo to sit this year and play next year uh, with all the things that developed in the course of 2020, you know, to have a bonus year uh, would have been great for him um, to be able to get out there. Um, that's not going to happen, unfortunately. And so uh, we'll go as as expected. Um, AT in his situation, you know, um, did not practice, you know, yesterday or to, or today. Uh, but he's getting treatment and, and rehab and, and being evaluated. Yeah, and so we'll see uh, in terms of the game. Uh, and then Bryce Golden was in a prog- return to play progression. So coming out of quarantine, isolate. You can't go, you're not medically uh, obviously allowed to go zero to 100, you know, when you've had 17 days of nothing, no activity. And so um, just obviously precautionary uh, measures to progress him back into full participation, you know, as deemed by our, our medical staff. Had Bryce been ailing some with his, I know, back or leg or anything like that? Uh, prior to game one, yeah, he, he had a, uh, a, you know, an injury in practice, um, and he was still able to get out there and compete. So time, uh, the time was good for that healing, but obviously not in other ways. It wasn't good. Are you reluctant to play Thompson tomorrow despite him not having practiced for a long, long time? The, the Aaron's going to probably always say he can go. <laughs> so uh, we're going to leave that to the uh, to the medical team, really, David. You know, I don't know if I'm okay with playing guys after 20, 17 days off, but if uh, medically it's safe, you know, that's, that's yeah, that I think this year in general is, yeah, is, is always safety first and health first. Uh, and so... Yeah, between Corona and obviously normal uh, athletic injury, um, so you know we'll we'll uh, make that determination, and Aaron won't get to decide. <laughs> it'll be it'll come from the uh, the people that you know are experts in that area.
Is there anything you need to do differently schematically or behaviorally in order to accommodate for an environment without any fans, almost complete silence? Benches is, are really important. You can't, um, you know, I, I didn't think, you know, we talked about it even with fans, right? But just um, the, the energy in the building. Um, if you're a competitor, it's like I tell our guys, hey, you know, you're trying to play at the park and run the park all day, you know, winter stay. And so yeah, I guess Joe Cornette would say, like, who, who needs fans if it's us and, and them uh, and it's five on five, it, it's Butler versus whoever. Uh, and it doesn't matter really where we play. So I think the bench energy is is, is important. You know, you just want to know that you want to hear your teammates and you need to root for your teammates and uh, be a great teammate when you're not. You're not out there on the court. Thanks, Lavelle. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. That's Lavelle Jordan, the head coach of the Butler Bulldogs. Butler going to take on Indiana in game one of the Crossroads Classic tomorrow. Purdue, Notre Dame in game two. This is one of my favorite events of the year because it's a celebration of basketball. They quarter off Bankers Life Fieldhouse. They have on a normal year. Obviously, this is not going to happen tomorrow. You've got Indiana, Purdue, Butler, and Notre Dame. All their fans occupying 25% of the field house. Everybody gets along. Nobody gets ill-tempered or cantankerous with each other. They applaud this celebration of basketball. And and really, it's just a great atmosphere. It's a shame it's not going to be what we would typically find during this great sports weekend in Indianapolis. I mean, my God, Pacers, 76ers tonight, the Crossroads Classic tomorrow, the Big Ten Championship tomorrow at noon between Ohio State and Northwestern. Then you've got on Sunday, you've got the Colts and the Texans going at it at Lucas Oil Stadium. There is so much to do, and nobody gets to watch any of it except for the 10,000 people who get to come down to Lucas Oil Stadium and watch the Colts take on the Texans. I think there might be some fans uh, at the Big Ten Championship, too, but I can't find tickets anywhere. Anyway, a great sports weekend, and it's a shame we are robbed of witnessing it in person because of COVID. Uh, speaking of Notre Dame, one thing I absolutely love, and this, that, love it. I, 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 it's a shame that it's had to come to this, but I love it anyway. And that's Brian Kelly, the football coach at Notre Dame, saying, hey, we may not go. If we have to play in the Rose Bowl in front of no fans, not even families, with the ability to attend the game, we can't play in front of anybody in California because of their COVID-related shutdown. We may choose not to go. I love that. Number one. It puts the onus on the college football playoff committee, the selection committee, to decide who they're going to kind of delegate to go represent them out in the Rose Bowl in front of nobody. It sounds like uh, Notre Dame may not go if it's them. Clemson is kind of on board with Notre Dame. I would assume we're going to hear the same thing from Nick Saban and from Ryan Day, the head coaches of Alabama and Ohio State. Who the hell wants to play in front of nobody? Why would you schlep your team all the way across the country to California to play in an empty stadium when you could stay close to, closer to home and play in front of fans. How in the world does that make sense? It, what is this, like a TV studio? Is that what this is? Uh, Brian Kelly expressed a, a very measured and reasonable theory about this entire thing. And the fix, according to Dabo Sweeney, very, very simple. You just move the game, right? The other game is going to be played in the Superdome, the other semifinal. And right now, the Saints are allowing 3,000 fans in the Superdome. So that would accommodate friends, family, 
that kind of a crowd. And for God's sake, I mean, can we be reasonable human beings with the Rose Bowl? The Rose Bowl is huge. It's cavernous. You put 3,000 people in the Rose Bowl, it's going to look like 20 people are in the place. Reason has to somehow insert itself into this equation. Brian Kelly trying to make that happen. His Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Dabo Sweeney's uh, Clemson Tigers, they're going to play this weekend. You've got Bama playing Florida. you got a lot of great football this weekend. Unfortunately, no bucket game. And we know what the college football playoff is going to look like. It's going to be the four top teams as they stand right now. Ohio State's going to, they're going to rout Northwestern. Uh, Alabama is going to rout Florida. And it doesn't really matter what happens between Clemson and Notre Dame because Clemson, even a two-loss Clemson team, is going to be seen as a better team than Texas A&M or than Ohio or Iowa State, certainly, than Oklahoma, certainly. It's going to be those four teams no matter what happens, and rightly so because they make the best TV show. That's the way it is. What I hope happens is that the college football playoff selection committee sees the light, sees reason, adjusts the venue, and brings that other semifinal from the Rose Bowl to a place where people can watch it because if not, why not, right? And then the other, that's fine, 3,000 fans, going to the Superdome to watch Cotton Bowl. That's cool, too. I'm all good with that. But for God's sake, you cannot send teams to a stadium that is going to be empty. What it would wind up being, it's like playing in a park that is surrounded by concrete. That's what the Rose Bowl would become in the case of, let's say, Notre Dame and Alabama playing in that semifinal. It would be ludicrous. It would be pointless. And and please, move on to a plan B, or at least decide that there needs to be a plan B because there needs to be a plan B. Can't wait for all this sports this weekend. I think the Colts are going to win. I think Notre Dame is going to cover. I don't know whether they're going to win. I think Ohio State's going to win and cover. I think Indiana beats Butler tomorrow. Sorry, Laval. And I think Purdue loses to Notre Dame in the Crossroads Classic. I'm just sad that people aren't going to be there to witness it. Can't wait to talk about all this. Monday morning, breakfast with Kent bright and early. 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, 8.15 on Periscope and Twitter. We will talk to you then. All brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry.